Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Metan Gross. Metagross. AKA Tanner Greenring. Weak talent this week, Joshua, in terms of punnable Pokemon names. Yeah, I think both of these are reused, maybe also, but, you know, clean, kind of classics. And I'm joined, as always, by my co host, Fjellgon. Flygon. Good. Flygon. Fjellgon. You know, Flygon. Kind of standbys. A little syllable swap. Yeah. Hey, sure Joshua Fjellstead. We play through a Pokemon game week by week, not necessarily gym by gym in the near future because we're headed to Uh-oh. the Alola region next. Where they have trials. And we have to gear uh, up for Gen 8 is on the horizon. Isn't that crazy? I never really thought we were going to means. catch up. I thought we'd be dead. I don't think we're going we to because isn't there a bunch of new games coming out? Yeah, Gen 9 is about to start, so we're still going to be outdated for at least a couple more years. <laughs> and we have to play Detective Pikachu. We That's will be playing. Stream. That's a triple A main title, flagship title. We have been teasing the bug catchers with the idea of us playing Detective Pikachu for, I think, the entire run Role of this show. Playing, you mean? Yeah. <laughs> and we will definitely It'd be, be fun. That. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? There's all sorts of, like table t- like I, I honestly i don't understand it and i want to understand it more and bug catchers you're welcome to like at us and explain it there's a whole world of pokemon tabletop rpgs and i know that because there's an yeah. even apparently bigger world of pokemon tabletop rpg podcasts a um, surprising number well, well where we are is we're on the penultimate episode of this season we are we are playing through the Pokemon games, um, and we are at the end of this one. We've come to the end of the road, Victory Road. That's right. It's the end of the road. And it was quite a journey to get up there, Joshua. From I would say so. From our lowly start at the beginning of this season, as two love struck, kind of returning. You know, we we went out into the world for a few generations and sowed our wild oats, but now we're back in the Hoenn region, right? Mm-hmm. You're seeing all the familiar faces again. And we've done it. We're here now at the end of the season. We're stronger and we're better and more complete and well-rounded people for it, aren't we? I think so. And I think that our relationships have grown stronger. And maybe next episode, so we, sh- we should reflect on how our relationships with our dearly beloveds have grown and the foundation has gotten stronger yeah. since we started doing this wedlock. Uh, how the foundation has been shaken i think it's been shaken at times as well to its core and and still you know that core remains strong i think we do need to rebuild a little bit from that core for example none of this has been done none of the slowpoke line being approved by your spouse that seems foundational maybe talk about that therapy yeah definitely gonna come up um (laughs) where did we leave off last week joshua we beat the eighth gym yes we beat wallace Wallace, Yoko what a ono. character he was. Yeah, we're off. We take our Eon flute. <laughs> I want to talk about the Eon flute for a uh, moment. I I do too. I think we sort of like brushed it off because I didn't really get to use it that much last yeah, week. Yeah, but yeah, we sort of got it right at the end of of the journey last week. It's so fun. It's so great. You get to do do so much cool shit. First of all, it's got the raddest. It, the animation takes forever, but. It's such yeah. a delight that you're like fine with it. 
Yeah, it takes a you... lot longer than fly to like fire it up. You can go to roots, which is nice, but you do still have to have been to oh, them. Oh, like weird little spots, which we'll we'll c- cover here in just a moment. But like, right? But you have to watch flute. the Latios or Latias like mega evolve, and it takes like fifteen seconds. Oh, like <laughs> I fine, know, it's awesome. I'll watch it every and time. Then- and then when it lands, it comes in like for a screaming like buzz by and your character just like leaps off and like skids to a halt. Yeah. It's so cool. It is really nice. And this is something. And the cool shit you get to do with it is cool too. They never should have dropped this. Yeah, I know. Like what a good feature. Pokemon and company is so dumb with this. We'll talk about it later, but I got a real opportunity this week in Mauville Hills. And I'm. I'm oh, well. A business opportunity? Furious. Um, I would say a sexual opportunity. Oh, yeah. Well, um, don't mix the I'm furious two. that they do away with mega evolutions after this because now I just will never have access to this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. <laughs> okay. That we'll cover later when we get to Mauville Hills. But right now, Josh, we have access to the Eon Flute. We can go anywhere we want in the Hoenn region. It's literally laid out before us like we're gods on top of Mount Olympus. You know where I want to go first? Where? Our battle with uh, Bugcatcher Johnny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we finally did it. Literally the last, <laughs> second to last episode of the season. We're talking about the Elite Four this week, and we finally have managed to take on Bugcatcher Johnny. We got our lives AKA together. Sleepy Shinji from the r slash Bugcatcher subreddit. So... Note, bug catchers, if you participate in the trainer of the week on the subreddit, we will still honor it, but maybe it's almost the end of the following season. Scheduling. It's tough. It's tough. It's our tough. people. We're talking to bug catcher Johnny's people. And you know, uh, we got we made it work. We made it work. Did our teams make it work? I'm not sure. So, yes, let's let's take off for a moment. Let's take off our Hoenn hats. Yes. I'm taking mine off and I'm putting it aside and I'm picking up my Kalos hat. Kalos hat. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And popping that right back on my head. So these were yeah. our X and Y teams. Throwback. Yeah. So Which <laughs> we should I remind everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I will remind you as soon as I get Pokemon Showdown open. You had both what was your character's name? <laughs> Because on um, Pokemon Showdown, we have our usernames, which are Mr. Squirt and Fjellstud. So I was Joan of Arceus. I'll say mine, because I just had one team. My team was mm. Dragalge, Delphox, Venusaur, Heliolisk, Togekiss, and Halucha. I had the Mewtwo Lovely. alternate, but... Johnny yeah. elected, which I would have as well, to go for the you know the normal team. I'll remind you, Josh. Last season was a free for all. It was no rules, just right. We got to make whatever characters felt like us. Right. Spoke to us in the the most resonant way. So Lovemaker 69's team was. That's it. How could I forget? Malamar, Lucario, who was Mega Lucario, uh, Go Goat. Gengar, who is Mega Gengar, Ampharos, who is Mega Ampharos, and Sylveon. A pretty baller team, but Joshua, is it as impressive as Lovemaker 69's second secret team? <laughs> Jungle Josh, the Simi Sage, Drippy Josh, the Simi Poor, Hot Josh, the Simi Seer, 
And of course, Xerneas, Mewtwo, and Zygarde. <laughs> well, from what I recall, I crushed both, but I actually crushed the secret society with the legendaries even harder, probably because of all yeah, the... Yeah, those simmies are a real handicap. <laughs> bad Joshes on there. So that's who Johnny was taking on. And He's, he had been playing along for the entire season and doing the level checks every week on uh, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. Please join the community. Got the most upvotes from the rest of the community for his dedication to the cause, his team, his presentation. And I got to say, I was pretty impressed when he came in swinging with a level 100 team, like organically trained yeah. level 100. Completely like EV <laughs> so. trained, like min-max to the extreme so we had to level ours up but you know what he didn't have our scrappiness sure. our sort of like mad dog attitude you know because sort of grassroots stuff i went toe to toe with him i was up first we gave him the choice yeah who do you want hey johnny who do you want to be embarrassed by first and he said i don't know sirs you choose <laughs> and we said how about me and i i said that how about me well um, what did he have let's say He's got a, t- a monotype team also. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it is normal, but they're all other than two. Oh, actually, three of them uh, are dual type. Yeah, and we'll share the links to the battles. We saved the Pokemon Showdown links, so we'll Unless share them after I the episode here. Lose them somehow. But yeah, he's got all he's got all normal types. His name is Demented Goku on Pokemon Showdown. He's a man of many faces. But Catcher Johnny. Yeah. We should. I should also say, speaking of Goku. That he does have a podcast himself. It's called Anime Territory. And it's a great name. Hell of a name for a yeah. podcast. Anime Territory, yeah. where you can find anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Yeah. So go check that out if you like anime. Anime, as I like to say it. Yeah, but that doesn't work with for the pun. Yeah. I went toe-to-toe with this this Johnny character. My, and he chose he chose not the joke team. He chose the real team. Yeah. Um, and it was a good match, a close match. I um, I had him on the ropes a little bit mm-hmm. for a little while. I rewatched both of our replays. I had him on the ropes for a little while. Let's you just say that you lasted fifteen turns. I lasted fourteen turns. So yeah, but I had him on the ropes. You started off swinging from what I have reviewed recently, where you actually yeah, took it was like out belligerent. like three or four of his Pokemon, but then what we all uh, were very surprised to find uh, was sort of the ringer was... Pyroar. Pyroar in your case, yeah. Boof. Yeah, so I... um, Surprised to find that it was resistant to fairy, right? I had him on the... Yeah, I had him on the ropes. I did some pretty huge haymakers on him. Um, And then... I did lose, so then he decided to face off against you uh, for the honor of the show, of course. Uh, it was embarrassing. Absolutely <laughs> embarrassing. Okay. As I said. Outcl- you were outclassed at every single turn. It was humiliating. As I said, I only got KO'd one turn before you, and I reviewed the tapes specifically to make sure that you wouldn't be able to get away with this propaganda on the show. I was, I think, on the ropes kind of immediately but i still yeah, survived you were, you were on your back foot for a while yeah before the the cascade finally because came. what happened to me was and not that it wasn't intimidating on your fight as well but for me in particular fucking kangask mega kangaskhan oh, oh my god what's Josh. happening there's my fucking sweetie this week 
it blasts. Yeah. It's just like I agree. it's just like that scene in Terminator Two. That's what it felt like. I was holding onto the fence and I saw Mega Kangaskhan, and it was so <laughs> cute that it blasted all my flesh off. I, it was insane. I mean, this thing I think murdered, just murdered half my team. As soon as it came out, oh, oh yeah, it's also it's like a fucking bruiser because it also does two hits every single time. It does two hits. <laughs> yeah, parental bond is its mega evolution hidden ability. So every time it uses a move, the little baby because the mega evolution, the baby is hopped out of the pouch and the baby takes a swing too. So you get like so good. You see the delivery on Pokemon Showdown, and it's like okay, well, it was a super effective hit, and it did you know ninety percent damage. And you're like, okay, I made it. And then Baby takes a fucking swing. And then it's another yeah. 10% oh. and I'm dead. My Halucha was already it. KO'd. I love this thing. I mean, it, I it, had it no defense. obliterated me. No defense for Kangaskhan. And the I others were, it was a it. good team. If you're doing Monotype, it was Heliolisk, Pyroar, Tauros, Snorlax, Staraptor, and Kangaskhan. Yeah. You killed Kangaskhan. I never made it past Kangaskhan. I only, I only KO'd two i think maybe three of his mon but once kangaskhan was out lights out for me lucario's out lucario does close combat it's super effective yeah so kangaskhan aka kangaroo was the nickname returned to everybody like oh yeah that's the other literally i took out three of his mon staraptor taurus johnny said johnny said he teaches return to every one of his pokemon because it's the one that's like high friendship right well, yeah, and the whole team is normal, so it has stab bonus, I believe, as well. So uh, smart, yeah, beautiful team. Um, I only took out three, and that was only because Dragalge had Rocky Helmet, and the final return that Kangaskhan used also took out Kangaskhan. So technically, I only killed two. <laughs> I got a freebie at the end. Yeah. So well done, and please do check out his podcast, Anime Territory, wherever you listen. That's me playing my Eon flute, <laughs> hopping onto the back of my, whichever one mine is. I think you're Latius. You got the one that Mega evolves into a Concord. Yours is better. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I'm rocketing up high above uh, the Hoenn region once again, Joshua. And this is just kind of where we are now. We can just go wherever we want. We're gods. Yeah, and you just get an overhead view of all of Hoenn. And it's beautiful. It's so it's fun. Little spots you've never seen before. Little sparkles. Oh, you can get like attacked by like braviaries yeah but we're being called away josh we're being we're being tasked with uh, a chore in mauville city so that's where i'm headed apparently we could have already done this but we could do this before yeah i found out after the last episode where i was complaining about not knowing when or how i could ever get thunderbolt a bug catcher right. tweeted at us that it opens up after Gym 7 or something. And it's like, how the hell? How the hell would we know this? Yeah. Why am I, I in Mauville like, randomly? I went here because Bulbapedia told me to, but like, I had no business here. Same. And it's like, like I'm supposed to Do you to have to do this? That w- no, you just don't have to. Because it seems like there's a, you like, um, you land in Mauville and Watson's there and he's like, you have to help me. Look at this light. It's like, he's pondering the statue. Yeah. Like the this light in the middle of Mauville City, is the little really like bright. tiny whatever tower in Lumios because they're twin cities. He's pondering it and he's like, something's afoot down in a yeah new Mauville, the subterranean like planned yeah, it's like development. a dungeon. 
yeah. uh, that that is under our city and like runs our city. And we d- and don't invite anyone to go down there except now I need you to go down there and fight a million Magnemites <laughs> so that you can turn off a fucking like go to the computer, <laughs> make it to the other side and press a button to make sure that it's not going to all blow sky high. For and then some come reason. back here. And also, while you're here, um, go ahead and talk to some of the neighbors because Mauville Hills, the fucking like rich part of Mauville that I oh, live yeah. in, is an absolute nightmare. The one percent up here that Watson fucking lives with. So think about yeah. that. Like we had to like get like voice print authorized to even come up here. Although it is pretty swanky treatment. They're like, "Welcome back, Admiral Squirt. We've been expecting you." <laughs> yeah, I did. It did sort of spur a little. It shook something loose in my head. Uh, some of the citizens of Mauville Hills, if I may introduce a new segment that I think could have some staying power on the show. Oh my God. It's been so long. Tell me about it. Um, It's called Burn Damage. Okay. I like the name. It's when an NPC does a burn. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I feel like that's got some staying power. There's one apartment in Mauville Hills and Mauville Hills is like, it's insane. Like, the it's a wild place there's all sorts of like intrigue and espionage happening like i think we see mr bonding's origin story and it's absolutely like demented it's very deranged but one of the normal places is uh an apartment with a young girl and her grandmother who's used to be a fearsome trainer here's here's what the granddaughter says my old granny used to be a fearsome trainer she was known as the rotation fiend But ever since we lost Granddad, she's lost that old spark of hers. Now all the neighborhood scamps are calling her the rotation frump. (laughs) And from what I recall, the little name, because you can click on the intercom as well as the nameplate outside of each of these bespoke apartments. And I think it says Rotation Grump's apartment. (laughs) So as soon as she became a grump, they just slapped a new title on there. Pretty fucked up. Yeah, it's her it husband is. just died, and this is her granddaughter also burning her. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like she's saying it like a like I'm just reporting the facts, you know. Like, yeah, they have a super fucked up nickname for my grandma. They call her the Rotation Frump. You hear that, Grandma? <laughs> also, your husband's dead. He's been dead for years, Grandma. He, can I tell you about some of the other residents of of Mauville Hills? Please do. I had some notes. So apartment 11 is labeled as a powerless man's home. And you walk in, and these are nice apartments. They're big. Oh, they're giant. Several rooms. There might be um, multiple beds, which you never see in a Pokemon NPC's house. Yeah. They have balconies that overlook the courtyard in the yeah, middle. Yeah, sometimes of there's like TMs on them. Mauville. There's like little rich boys out there, like pondering they're privileged, but not in like a way that's going to actually, you know, provoke any positive change. There's you know of- what's weird? I just realized that the balcony outside of apartment eleven, a powerless man's home, <laughs> yeah. um, had the TM for U-turn, and I wonder if it has to do with the the fact of what happens in this apartment. Because you walk in, oh yeah, and standing in the corner of his bedroom, staring at the wall, is the powerless man, and he just says something like, "I'm powerless." So you walk around to all the other apartments and you start to discover all these like old men who have all this power and you bring the powerless men to them and he, I think, destroys them or like, I don't know if it's like a Highlander thing or vampiric. The old men go away and the powerless man inherits their power. Yeah. Does he become the 
like canonically at the end of this session he Mr. becomes bonding. Mr. Bonding like reincarnate. I think we've witnessed the the creation of a new if not if not the Mr. Bonding we know from the Callus region some new version of it like like Doctor Who you know like a regeneration yeah always being reborn like Sauron so that happens here um wow. and then right next door at apartment 12 a frightened man's home you i'm pretty sure we see it like a hit taking place that's what i thought too because there's a man getting like hassled outside of his apartment by like a tough and then they go into his apartment and then i went and talked to watson and did his like fucking chore i can't i can't hey watson i can't catch anything in new mauville you think any of this is authorized by mrs squirt <laughs> you're just sending me to do a chore for you lazy Anyway, I came back to tell Watson that I did his fucking dirty work for him. Yeah. And the assassin was standing in the hallway and offered me, like, uh, hush money in the form of a Lopunite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got the same. Which I can't do anything with because Mrs. Squirt hasn't authorized Lopunite for some reason. Uh, well, I could think of And this is what I was reasons. talking about earlier. This is why I'm furious with the Pokemon company. Uh-huh. Because, because they made Lopunny too sexy? Here's, here's, my, here's my chance. Here's my opportunity. My once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to have a mega Lopunny. Yeah. And I can't. And, and will I ever have this opportunity again? No, because the Pokemon company decided they were done with mega evolutions after this. Well, okay. I agree with that part. But technically, isn't it Mrs. Squirt's fault that you can't use... Mega sure. Lopunny right now. It's a it's a whole a whole universe <laughs> conspiring against me, Joshua. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a conspiracy. So I I just I thank the man and I'm I'm carry it with me like a cherished gem. But there's no way I'm ever going to be able to use it. So I'm so so sorry for you. I was happy for me though because the whole reason that it, and it is a bullshit like side quest that's like Watson, you could take care of this, aren't you? A famous gym leader, you can't dispatch a few magnemites and fucking voltorbs but nevertheless you get the thunderbolt tm 24 yeah out of this nice and that solved a lot of my problems yeah i trained it to lantern immediately it was really good yeah thunderbolt is chef's kiss that's it in mauville really it's kind of it for the mainland we're just like we're we have to like go back to the islands you know like island living. Yeah, we're on island time. I grabbed my pina colada and I hopped on the back of my Concorde, my private oh, yeah. jet, <laughs> uh, and I flew to the water routes. But these are the the tricky water routes. These are the water routes that are like, don't take your time, don't explore. Like, get it's like a Disneyland ride. You kind of just get swept up. Yeah, you have to strategically be able to figure out what rapids like tidal waves that you want to go down in order to try to end up where the trainers are where whatever item is or the exit lots of uh changes in latitude and attitude and the entire time you're being are you being attacked by tentacles and tentacles the entire time yes of course well no because you just use max repel the entire time (laughs) i just Uh, so glad they learned their lesson after after this generation or after this game about the water roots. Yeah, they put us through it before they learned, though. Ruby Sapphire were like the last great offenders, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, other than these remakes. Pacific Dog Town. Pacific Dog. I, ha- I had a drink, so let me see if I can do it. 
Pacifidog, Pacifidlog town. No. Pacifidlog. Pacifidlog? That sounds right. Pacifidlog. Pacific, Pacific town. Well, why is um, the name that? Serves absolutely no purpose <laughs> anymore. Yeah. Now that you have the Eon flute, it's just like like a stain on the lo- lower part of the Hoenn region. Does, oh. Is there anything there? No, it's just the dark lore that it's built on top of a bunch of Corsola, which I hate thinking oh, about. Right. You can trade for a Corsola here. They just pry it off the foundation of the town. But also that Mirage, remember that old man who used to tell you when Mirage Island would appear? Yes. He's like, he's useless now. He's like a, a husk. Yeah. Because on, you can just fly with your Eon flute and see the Mirage Islands. On my way to fly to Route 129, I think it was, to make my way to Pacific Log Town, I just saw a Mirage Island. Yeah, because I I'm, flew to it. Yeah, I flew to it. Um, what'd you think? Um, I, I, I can't catch anything at any of them. Nothing is on Mrs. Squirt's list. Yeah. Very little of it is on Mrs. Squirt's list. They can be more interesting. I read on Cerebi that there are multiple different variations of an island. They each, but they always have rare Pokemon, an item, and then a hidden item. Mine was a Mirage Mountain, and it was terrible. Um, it had <laughs> Donphan, Stantler, Fortress, and Krikatoon. Oh, interesting. <laughs> The only thing that was good about it was listening to Cricketune's Battle Cry. And I think I got like Is that you just imitating it? Um, yeah, something like that. Put it put it in there. I think I did an okay job. I did a couple of Mirage spots. I did a Mirage Island full of Zeb Strikas. That's kind of cute. Right? I think that is one of them. Yeah, I you can look on Cerebi to see what the different iterations are. Did not. I see did that one, one that was had Porygons, not on the list. Uh, I had one that had, I don't remember. I saw I saw a few different iterations, but literally, there's not nothing, nothing that is allowed, nothing that is allowed by Mrs. Squirt. So nothing that was compelling enough for me to like reinvent my team. Certainly not. Yeah, these were useless to me. And then, likewise, while we're out here flying around, you see another little sparkle, um, and you've been invited to these like weird like portals where former legendary Pokemon pop out of. Or sorry, uh, not I... pop out of. And it's actually my trainer danger. <laughs> <laughs> when you approach one, um, it's it's weird. It's like in a cave, and it's a big like gold hoop with a black hole in it like a portal i didn't Um, see this and if you well sorry i'll explain in a second it's because you're not a good enough pokemon player not in this if you not in this game if you approach the portal and you activate it the following message pops up would you like to put your hand deep in this hole yes no sure (laughs) (laughs) you do and you find a pokemon and you battle it um, and they're legendaries from previous generations. Um, and I have activated, and you need to clear certain milestones for them to open up. And I've cleared the milestones for two of these. The Pathless Plains, which requires that three of my Pokemon have maxed out EVs in one of the EV categories. And the Nameless Cavern, which wow. requires that three of my Pokemon have maxed out friendships. And I um, fed my Pokemon a bunch of candy. So I feel like they, I should have at least seen those things were qualified. Had that opportunity. Interesting. Um, and then one of them was full of the like deer 
the legendary deers from a couple generations ago. Oh yeah, the Black swords White. of justice. And the other one was full of the little like mixy flipsy elf spirits. Lake guardians, I want to yeah. say. Yeah. I didn't. I'm, none of them are on the list. So none of them. Obviously, none of them are on Mrs. Squirt's list. I so. mean, I didn't even have those evaluated, but I never saw an opportunity to go to this place. Yeah, because I guess it's because you're bad at Pokemon. Not really good at it. It's at least three Pokemon with 510 EVs on their team. Yeah, I mean, uh, listen, I didn't. I beat the game. I didn't try my hardest. Sure, I've tried my. <laughs> I've tried harder. In previous generations. <laughs> um, do you want to talk about the Reggies? Because that's also now we have access to the Reggies. I mean, after this break, <laughs> classic. <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Joshua! The Reggies weren't on Mrs. Squirt's list. I have nothing to say about them. Reggie Rock was the only one that was on Bobby's list, and I find Reggie Rock unacceptable. Surprising. His comment was, of all the rocks, I like this one. Of all the freaky rocks, he's got more nuance to him. Oh, okay. I'll see yeah, if I, I can... that. Maybe I can dive into that. Something kind of organic about him, you know? The others are so, like, angular. Yeah, at least Reggie Rock is sort of just like a golem. Yeah. But it's not for me. I'm not going to have that thing on my team. Scorch Slab. Sorry, Heatran is not on <laughs> Mrs. Squirt's list. Yeah, no. And we've caught uh, same same for Bobby. And also, we did this. Everybody knows about Heatran. Like, we don't have to go through this stuff. Okay, we got a podcast fine. to make. Evergrand City. <laughs> Here we are. We've made it to the 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 Grand Plateau. You, you um, uh, who Wallace gave us access to waterfall. Yes. So we now have Waterfall, which I've trained to whomever, because now we also have the whole underwater routes, which are full of love disks and heart scales, and it's just like, there's a bounty of riches with heart scales now. I've been training and retraining moves to all my Pokemon at will. Me too. So I think I just did train it to Whale Lord and then go back and untrain it later. Yeah, that's what I did. to leader. Although, well, well, we'll get to it. So I climbed that mighty beast all the way to the top of the plateau, and I was at Evergrande City, which isn't much of a city, honestly. It's just a Pokemon Center. I also do like thinking about Waylord going up a waterfall. That's tough. Oh, it looks Tough cool. to imagine how that works. It's really a sight. Yeah, Evergrande City looks better than ever, but it is still a scam of a city. It's a yeah. Pokemon Center. It's a Pokemon Center. I bet it doesn't even have a postal code. But at least the 3D does justice to Evergrande and I would say all of Victory Road. Oh, Victory Road looks good. And I, the um, I'm tempted to say it's the best looking one. Oh, so far. Uh, what was okay. our other previous one that we loved? Black and white was really good. Black and white was good. What what was the one that maybe it was Hoenn and I just maybe I'm the one who just likes the Hoenn one in general. Because I'm pretty sure now that I think about it, it's the first one where it weaves in and out, like inside, outside, and like, or it, it could have been Sinnoh, because um, that one had like snowy peaks and shit, but 
Anyway, I'm a fan of the ones that go interior, exterior. This one goes like up, down, bebopping and scotting everywhere. Like yeah, yeah. there's like little grottos inside that have like rich flora and fauna. Uh-huh. I thought it was great. Just aesthetically. We can talk about the whole thing. I thought it sucked. And not because <laughs> it was wasn't fun, but this game, like, it but sort of You thought it was ugly? kind of like No, I thought it was beautiful. I thought it looked great. I thought it looked great on every level. There wasn't a part of it where I wasn't visually dazzled. Okay, good. Um, Except when I kept getting attacked by Golbats, exclusively Golbats, it felt like at times. Because once again, it's like a formerly historically bountiful region, Victory Road, and this one just didn't have anything. It was like the same like three Pokemon over and over again, just like Safari Zone. Like, where's all the talent in this game? I agree. I do have one Pokemon that I will comment on being talented, but... I, I know where it all is. It's behind these dang portals. These, like, sticky portals that it's always getting you to, like, stick your hands in. <laughs> I don't want apparently. that. Yank Put it back on up. Roots. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like, I think this one is perhaps the most aesthetically pleasing Victory Road up to this point, but the thing I don't understand is if you have designed victory road to be meandering and indoors and outdoors and have a variety of terrains should not the Pokemon reflect that? Like why are we only getting a subset of like seven different Pokemon and like half of them are just like cave trash, like Golbats and, and like Loudrids. We've seen a million times already. Yeah. Like give me, give me some like, grass pokemon like there's plenty of vegetation like there's so many opportunities where it should be so much more diverse and it doesn't make sense given the environment there's not, like not even that many trainers you know no i'm looking at it now and i was just trying to count it up it's like 12 at the most like it's pretty long it takes a while there's it took like a while older puzzles 10 and- just 10 but it's it's pretty sparse both in terms of pokemon and in terms of well also i can't catch anything in here like no, I, I none of this was going to help me. I, I think maybe Hariyama was, but Laron because well, Loudrid was dead to me literally, and then I think Agron. I think that whole line was approved, but I was doing fine with. Oh, I didn't we have need that coverage. Or I picked up Agronite somewhere. Take a quick look at what Mega Agron looks like. Probably just looks like Agron it's just like like hornier. More, yeah, it's hornier. <laughs> exactly. Um, oh, there's one Pokemon that drew my eye. Oh, please. Here in Victory Road? Yeah. Ace duo Jude and Rory's Armaldo. Glad they have that community of support. I'm going to provocatively bring Armaldo in here. Bobby loved it. I think he commented about how it was sort of surprising. I like Armaldo because it sounds like Armadillo, and I like Armadillos, but it's sort of like... It's you made an armadillo sweeter, but also more powerful. And I like that they did both of those things at the same time. It's an armadillo, but cooler, which is hard because armadillos are already cool. Sweeter because he's blue and has a cute little face with his cute little eyes. And his cute little, like, are they feathers? They're so they're cute. And But he looks really intimidating and imposing. He's doing like a trifecta. It's impressive and cool. And I agree. And once he put it on his list, I've taken more of an eye to it. I think armadillo's kind of a sweet. Sweet had it in their party? Was it Wally or was it um, no, 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 Steven? No. Somebody in, I think, I think it's Steven, Steven. had, well, in the Elite Four, yes. But Ace Duo, Jude, and Rory, I think Jude specifically, um, has Armaldo first. 
I just I, I took on the Elite Four several times, so I think I saw Armaldo a lot. And it's a mayor, pretty like mayor cheat. Kind of nice looking. Yeah, right? It's got just sort of like unassuming. He's a little like slouchy, which I think makes him sort of seems kind seem of looks sly or sort of like a dumb dumb, but like maybe a lot cleverer than you think. Yeah, 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 exactly. Big eyes. I like it. It's a good look. I think Armaldo is just a sweetie. And I think we've been overlooking it. And I think that's a benefit of wedlock. You know, I, I'm not running it. I guess I could, but I, you I could. I, maybe oh, I will. Well, That'd be kind of Ugh. wild. Um, but. Bobby put Armaldo on his list, and I've been thinking about it ever since, and I was like, you know what? That is a sweetie. Okay. So. Last stop, Joshua, the Elite Four. Uh-huh. So let me tell you about my team in a level check. A level check. Who you got? Admiral Squirt is the older, wiser version of my season one Gen 1 character, Mr. Squirt. Older, at least. He has risen through the ranks of the... What is that one called? Kanto region. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Navy. And he's retired yeah. to live a quiet seaside life with his wife, Mrs. Squirt. He is building her a menagerie of her favorite Pokemon, and the nefarious, evil, bad Josh is trying to stop it. Um, yeah, you've resurrected that. that. We haven't fully, <laughs> fully explored. Or I thought you could have just let it die, but you you keep bringing it back for some reason. No, it's important to the plot. Um, okay. He has been catching Pokemon and naming them after uh, things that he and his wife love. And the first is Bluey, Altaria, level 70. Trident. <laughs> Jesus. Trident true. Mystic. Tentacruel. Yeah. Level 70. Uh-huh. Italian Ice. Don Fan. Level 68. Prince Edward. Whale Lord. Level 67. Nissan Leaf. Lantern. Level 65. Dairy Baby. Mega Sableye. Level 65. Josh. Zero. Losses. I'm like Babe Ruth. This is, I'm like Babe Ruth, and this is a home run season for me. I guess. Ever since I lost that Breloom, like, five episodes ago and i've been just like so cock of the walk look at me i'm never gonna lose another pokemon again well guess what i didn't how about you well i got a couple of comments should i should i levy those comments now riding high right now so first of all choose your words carefully unbelievable that sableye made it to the end of this thing did you just not bring it out love this thing absolutely love this thing i guess you were using it against what's her face who's surprisingly a ghost trainer, uh, Phoebe. Oh, yeah, Phoebe, Phoebe. She, she explains that this week. We'll talk about that. I love it. Just, Once it goes mega, it's a little tougher. It's got some pretty good moves. It's got, like, a really good... Here's here's the setup, is you, you save it for, like, the third or fourth spot, and then you do a bunch of, like, status changes on a tough Pokemon, and then you send it in to do punishment, which is stronger the more status changes the Pokemon is affected by. Not status changes, stat yeah. changes. Okay, yeah. And he just wails on him, and then he's got lots of, he's got dark type moves, he's got ghost type moves, he's got a psychic move. He's just a, he's a ringer, a little sweetheart. He hides behind his little crystal. Well, I like that. Gem. I like that. I just thought, I thought he was going to end up being a weakling. The, yeah, ooh, he's the one. He's the one who had the, the most That's why I sort real of thought if, close calls. <laughs> yeah, if anyone was going to get killed, it was going to be him. I was also leveling, um, Masquerade and Masquerade had some very close calls. I was those two were hoping the most that fragile. would come back out. Okay, well, Papa Cultura 
was very successful. Had no deaths on this leg. And I oh, have six total for this season, by the way, yeah, which is one less total. one less than you. Mm. So let's take that into consideration. And then let's take into consideration how the hell could your Pokemon possibly have gotten to those levels in this leg? Because I fought the Elite Four one time and then did the thing right after that that we'll talk about. And then I closed my Game Boy because that's what I'm supposed to do. Because the right. end of the leg is beating the Elite Four right. and the credits. Yeah. So interesting yeah. to me that you have level 70, multiple level 70 Pokemon in upper 60s, when I have mm-hmm. Stephanie G, Manectric, level 62, Kanye West, Pathetic. Gardevoir, level 61, <laughs> which Gardevoir I, has been bomb. That was so good. I mean, this Pokemon is incredibly good with the Mega Evolution yeah. in particular. Madonna, yeah. back, Swellow level 62. I boxed her for most of this leg because I needed to like train up multiple Pokemon in order to hedge for being able to battle you. Yeah, yeah. And uh, uh, and she's got a sweet, sweet new move set too. Mm. Channing T, Camerupt, level 62. Kate Winslet, Vileplume is level 53 and I only deployed her twice. Because it was still yeah. leveling. And then I boxed Waylord to bring back Ezra Miller, Cactur. Ugh, Joshua. <laughs> Level 62, uncancelled. God. <laughs> because I found out that it could learn Brick Break. And then I had type coverage for um, fighting, dark, grass. It's sweet. Ugh. Unfortunately. Also, I was trying to keep it alive specifically to battle you, which we will be doing next episode because... Yeah, we're not going to battle because Josh has shaky cartoon knees. Mayor Cheat! I mean, how many times did you fight the Elite Four? How about you say that on the record? Ten, maybe. That's illegal. That's what I was doing when you were on all your vacations, Joshua. I wasn't on a vacation in the past week! (laughs) I've been sitting around in my damn house just like you, and this is a mayor cheat allegation that I will stand by. The leg is you complete yeah, the yeah, Elite yeah. Four I play and the, the credits, Elite Four and like then that's times. it. You close it after that. It's you open me on season so hard after this. Week. Then you can just keep All right, running. Well, I started open season a little And you early. beat me when I was like, higher levels slap. last week, so it doesn't make any damn sense. Slap the cuffs on. I started open season a week early. Lock them up. Yeah, I did. I did play through the Elite Four several times. Um, <laughs> uh, well, I'll uh, say because I, I wanted to level up all my Pokemon. In my defense, I wanted to level up all my Pokemon to be stronger well, than your Pokemon, and it fucking worked. So mission accomplished. Yeah, but they're so much higher that we're not even gonna battle because it's like, like George Bush. What's the point on that aircraft carrier? <laughs> How'd you do with the Elite Four? Let's talk about the Elite Four. Crushed. Fucking Pokemon League looks great. Oh, it looks so There's good. There's this sense of scale, you know? Everything, Everything looks huge. so grandiose, and you There's like... These little pathways that go through all the, like, trainer rooms, the gym leader rooms. Yeah, they all have a long path. Um, and as you're walking down them, they, like, come to life. And the camera will, like, zoom down to, like, make it, like, first person. But the zoom in is is very elegant, where it goes from, like, oh, so more good. top down to, like, proper third person, like, RPG style, where you're just, like, walking right up to And the, their the places, like, they light up as you approach them, the doors swing open, and you walk into the first one, and there might this, be like, snow or petals. You walk into the first one, it's sort of shaped like a like a karate dojo. 
and you walk yep. in and there's just an absolute fucking clown sitting there. <laughs> he's got like a little chair and he's like leaning back on it like he's like like oh I'm definitely not posing. That definitely wasn't just sitting here waiting for you to walk in that door. It's his name is Sydney. He's the fighting type trainer. Yeah. And he's a fucking joke. Oh, I mean I just my strategy him. with all of the ones that I could not remember what their type was because aside from a couple of them like so they they throw you off a little bit because you approach yeah. this place and it looks like a fighting like a fighting gym. Right. But it's not a fighting. Did I just say it's a fighting gym? No, I don't I don't remember what I was saying was it, just like he's, Sydney is not a fighting type trainer. He is a dark type trainer. So my strategy for when I couldn't remember or wasn't obvious is I just opened with Swellow because Swellow knows you turn now. And it's like, well, oh, Swellow right. could probably take out whatever it is, but if not, just you turn out of there. In this Swallow case, could it was take out a lot of these. Mighty Ina, and it did fucking Brave Bird all over that bullshit. The next two are grass types, Shiftry yeah. and Cacturn, who I'm sure Swallow can make short work of. Swallow stayed in for most of this, other um, than Sharpedo and Absol, which were- They're um, all just pathetic. Like, I, just, I don't know. Like, I don't even <laughs> think I paid attention to who I sent in. It was probably a tentacruel, probably just tanked the whole thing. Sydney's a hack. <laughs> Like Sydney's like dark type. Bruno, where it's a fighting like, but it fighting just and dark bad. type are always the worst. It's just like why bother? Why don't you just give up? I mean, how did you get here? Two grass Question. dark types. What are you talking about? I mean, I don't have any fire or anything. I do have poison. Yeah, but that'll get you through. Oh, also, ooh, toxic spikes during these like elite four battles are so clutch. Oh, I was gonna say yeah. Like immediately laying two of those, and I have bright powder on on um, Tentacruel, so that like their opening hits miss all the time, so I can always get two toxic spikes down. Oh, I've got this figured out. I got this down to a fucking art, Joshua. No more anyway, matchup mayhem for you for this season. Phoebe is next, and she her little room is full of spooky ghosts. Right. It's very spooky. Even though you think I forgot. In fact, I was fooled once again, where I was like, oh yeah, water. Because she's yeah, got... of course. She's like <laughs> yeah. a beach bum. Yeah. And she's not. She explains why. I don't remember if she did explain why in Gen 3 or not. And it's because she does all her training at Mount Pyre and has, like, learned how to communicate with the spirits from her time on Mount so Pyre. She checks out. Sure. She's part of that whole conspiratorium, probably, with Safari Zone and Mount Pyre, I presume. Yeah. But that's okay. I like her vibe, you know? The meat grinder. Um, yeah. Yeah, she's cool. Her Pokemon suck, and I beat her really easily. This was a kind Gardevoir, of the story of the elite mega, for me. Mega Gardevoir swept. Shadow Ball, Shadow Ball, Shadow Ball, Shadow Ball, Shadow Ball. Bing bong. <laughs> All dead. One hit. Yes. Mega Sableye swept. Shadow Ball, Shadow Ball, Shadow Ball, Shadow Ball. Dead. All one hit. Wow, even Sableye pulled that off? Pretty good. Well, they were also all poisoned. <laughs> so that doesn't hurt. Yeah, it's it, it's a joke. They all suck. It's She has two <laughs> Bennets. I just don't even get, like, the Elite Four is just so lazy. Like, at least Sydney had five different Pokemon. Like, Phoebe yeah. has two Bennets, a Dusclops and a Dusk Noir. Lazy. And then fucking uh, Glacia, make... who's next. We both creamed Sydney. Glacia's next. I don't know what it is about Glacia. She seems racist. She has two <laughs> Glalies she... and two Frost Lasses. I could see it. And then a Walrein. It's just... You're in the Elite Four, lady! 
It's just outrageous at this stage in the game. I know we ranted about this in X and Y. We've ranted about it for a while, but like there are so <laughs> You're in the elite form. many Pokemon and the national decks is open. It already opened prior to the elite four in this game. Why the fuck would you ever have two of the same Pokemon? <laughs> Multiple of you and not six also. What's happening? None of none of you have six. And then the last one is Drake, who's remains as cool as ever with his it's dragon type. Cool Pokemon. and sexy as hell. But Altaria had the trainer move, banger Moonblast and just Moonblasted her way through all of them. Oh yeah, this was Gardevoir again. <laughs> Dazzling gleam, all of it. Two Flygons, two Flygons in this day and age. Can you imagine? <laughs> no, I can't. Like one of them knows Supersonic. What are you? What are you talking about? They also like fifty five percent. You're the top. You should be the best dragon trainer in Hoenn, at least. Drake embarrassing um, almost did foil me because I laid down my toxic spikes, of course. But only one of his Pokemon is susceptible to it, Kingdra, and the other all. Oh have yeah, that was a waste. Levitate or our flying type Pokemon, but the like Salamence came out his like big heavy hitter, and I was like, oh, finally Salamence will get poisoned. But he didn't, but they didn't bother animating him as flying. Like, he's off the ground, but they didn't, like, give him a hover animation. He's just sort of, like, levitating. It's very lazy. That also reminded me, and I just did a double take on it, because I was like, wait a second, how the hell were all the ghost types of Phoebes affected by toxic spikes? But apparently it does affect ghosts. That's very yeah, surprising. Like went down. <laughs> very surprising that a ghost can be poisoned by spikes that are on the ground, but okay. Yeah. That's a good tip for ghost hunters. Yeah. Um, how'd you, and and then 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 it's on to Steven. Steven Stone, the champion L- of looking the region. Better than ever. I was so pleased. Oh. And Papa Cultura, too, because you know, he has face blindness, so he's pretty pleased to see anybody. But it all the zoom ins on Steven, Hachi Machi. It felt like his team was specifically designed to be very beatable by my team. <laughs> Like I had an answer for almost everything. His his mega Metagross was like a pretty heavy hitter. Um, oh, I didn't have any trouble with that. I had an answer for everything. His big Skarmory went down to my Lantern. Claydol went down to Sableye. Agron went down to Surf. I think. <laughs> Cradilly went down. Yeah, I think Tentacruel took out like half his team. Yeah, I mean, in my case, Camerupt was MVP. Fire or ground moves took care of literally everyone on this team the only one i brought in separate uh was clay doll i i brought in uh cacturn for that one did you get your your camera up tight oh camera up tights not available it's post game isn't that annoying what gross <laughs> you get it What's during the, the fucking it, delta episode that we're about to play through but yeah, i didn't even didn't even need it camera up is a beautiful Pokemon. Gross. I'm listen doubling to, to down. You're oh, you're so gross. Camera up took out five out of six of Steven's you're Pokemon. Such gross things. You wake <laughs> up. It was all a dream. It's like you win and you go into the Pokemon Hall of Fame and then you walk out. Well, I do like, want to just say one thing first is that right after you beat Steven, May rushes in and she's trying to get there before you take on Steven. And she's like, Papa Cultura, I want to give you a little bit of advice. Uh, yeah. Oh, she's not Italian. I want to give you a little advice before you take on the champion. So May, and I'm like, uh, May, what, what qualifies you to even be here? Like, what advice is this woman giving me? Yeah. She's been crushing every you can tell me that I don't turn. Know. You're a joke to me. 
And um, Steven doesn't allow her to go into the Hall of Fame with us, which I prefer. No. So then she watches us go into the Hall of Fame, like this secret back room ceremony. And we come out and she's like, okay, now fight me. It's like, are you sure? Did you just see what happened? I'm the champion of the Hoenn region. Um, and I crushed her. Yeah, there's, uh, you do the credits and then it fades back up to like the original intro video. And May's like, can I ask you one more thing, Papa Kultura? I'd like to see what you and your Pokemon experienced on your journey. And then <laughs> You're saying in such a I can show way. you me and mine. No, and she does that Yuck. though. And she's looking essentially at you. And I'm like, this is very inappropriate. I don't care what age anyone is. So I crushed her. The only Pokemon that got any move off at all was her Waylord used a feeble bulldoze on Manectric. <laughs> and it did like 20 damage. I would like to say something about one of her Pokemon. Oh, I do. I have a comment as well. All right, let's say it. Let's say it on the count of three. Okay. It's my one, two, three. You, you make, make me barf, barf Pokemon, Pokemon of the week. Mega Blaziken. It's so gross. <laughs> it's like it it grows more balls, and the balls turn red, and then it turns its back to you, so you have to look at the balls all over its back. Yeah. Uh, no, thank you. I I'm looking it's at like it. It's like they heard me. It's like they heard me say like I hate the Septile's uh character design because it's got these weird balls on its back. And they're like, "Oh, you don't like it? Here's Mega Septile. It's got even more balls." And how about you have to look more at balls? Oh, I don't like it either. Yeah, it sucks. They're giant. They're bigger too, and they're different colors. <laughs> yeah. They're like engorged. Yeah. They're like swollen, like turning red. Like somebody helped the Septile out. And then look at this Mega Blaziken. You seen this fucking mess? No, I would love to though. Ugh, it looks like a clown. It looks, it looks like it has like <laughs> it's a, a clown. Like. It's like uh, one of those clowns on stilts. Yeah. Like they just made Blaziken taller and they gave it more dumb crap all over it and like more <laughs> disgusting talons and bigger feet. Yeah, they look stupid. Man, they busted that up. Wait, let's look at um Mega Swampert. Just because we've already covered two of them. Now. He looks, he looks, I mean, he's the only one of the three of them that doesn't look Whoa. absolutely stupid, but they do give him like big balls. Like it's they give engorged. him like big lumps. Yeah, it's all engorged. Least bad. I, I think he's the Definitely least bad. Definitely least bad. Easily. Um, all right, Joshua, that's that's it. The, the, that's Gen 6. We've destroyed <laughs> it. We've beaten it. We've beaten the Elite Four. We've beaten May, our rival. We've embarrassed her publicly by talking about how ugly her Pokemon are. And now it's time Good. for us to move on. We're going to come back next week and do our Chasing Waterfalls episode. Wallace gave us access to waterfalls, and now we have the Eon Flute, and we can essentially go anywhere in space-time. We'll resolve We're whatever go chase some waterfalls. this Delta episode is. There's something I've been quietly doing in the background, Joshua, this whole time. And by this whole time, I mean the last 10 weeks. And it's playing Pokemon Go. Well, I've been playing that as well. And I'm going to save my comments on it. We've beaten this game. Next, we're going to go beat Pokemon Go, and then we're going to play Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon. <laughs> yeah. Um, so get your cards ready for that. And should we, just to say, we've heard the chatter online. We're not going to play Sun and Moon and Ultra Sun and Moon back to back, but one of us no. will be playing each of them concurrently, and we will comment the first yes. ever for experience here. So pick your poison. And we will, yeah. you will be able to play along with us. And it was sort of an art for us deciding on who got to play what. But what it came down to was um, 
I think the bat on the cover of Pokemon Moon is really ugly. Um, but I think that the lion on the cover of Pokemon Ultra Sun is even uglier. So I'm going to go with Moon, and you're going to go with Ultra Sun. But okay. Bugcatchers, you have yeah. access to all four games, whatever tickles your fancy. Yeah, all right. All right, so ahead of you, Chasing Waterfalls next week and the Delta episode of Oras. Then our, our finale for Pokemon Go. Oh, I'm going to destroy. I've been. I, with a special guest, too, presumably. Yes. And then yeah. <laughs> we will be on to Moon and Ultra Sun. That's it. I'm looking forward to it. Me too. What do, well, I wonder what, what kind of guy I'm going to do for Moon. Me too. I guess we'll have to see. Uh, Joshua, I have nothing else to say to you tonight. I will see you in the battle arena next week. Pokemon I will show see you there. And but for now, I'm going to say goodbye to you, and I'm going to say goodbye to the Bugcatchers. Goodbye. Smell you later. I'm eating a Twix. <laughs> it's not best practices for recording to be eating Twix. Hungry. Bought a bag of Halloween candy. Oh, yeah. I guess Bobby mentioned he loves candy corn, and he went on some rant about it. And now we have, like... Six bags of fucking candy <laughs> corn and the and the pumpkin one. I actually Ooh. like the pumpkin one more, which I think is even more I, controversial. I don't, I don't, I I don't mind candy corn, but ever since um, this controversy started, like if I need to be on one side of the war, I think it's going to be not candy corn. Oh, I'm definitely anti. Yeah. If I, I if I'm pressed, then I'll go pumpkin before I'll go candy corn. But I don't want to yeah. be involved with any of it. All right, let's go. Okay.